As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually Actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern. 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. Everything is bigger in Texas, even the rhubarbs. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we get on our soapbox coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of Fox Sports Radio emanating live from inside the magic Radio Box, hope all is well with you. Good to have you along as we cruise through the overnight hours. The darkness, under the cover of darkness, which is good, right? It's good to be on when the uh, the moon's up and the stars and all that. If you can see them, it might be overcast where you are. So our lead this hour comes from the world of the NFL. Now, why is that? Because to keep the lights on here in the building, we need to talk a certain amount of NFL. And we have the perfect ingredients into good sports talk radio. Bad blood percolating 
in the Lone Star State, the animosity is building between Deshaun Watson and the Texans' ownership slash front office. Now, Watson was at that Laker-Rockets game. More on that later, the game itself. But Deshaun Watson was there. They have a few fans uh, that are allowed in, apparently, because I saw him sitting like right in the front row. Uh, now, Watson, he's he's got extreme bitterness directed towards the Houston NFL franchise because he, Watson, did not have a say in who they hired as the general manager. Houston picked Nick Casario from the Patriots, a right-hand man of Bill Belichick for many years. He is now going to run the show. That is another former Patriot who the Texans are so smitten with. Bill O'Brien worked out so well, they thought, let's bring in Nick Casario because I'm sure he'll be just as good. So that enraged Deshaun Watson, who believes he is entitled to controlling who the general manager is. Of course, why not? That's how business is done, unless it's not. Now, have you heard the latest? Because the reason this gets cranked up into really good sports radio is because you have a franchise icon who was brought in by ownership to help find an executive to run the team who has trashed the team. We're talking about Andre Johnson, very productive player in his day in the NFL. He told Deshaun Watson to stand his ground and force his way out of a Texas uniform. Johnson, no longer playing in the NFL, said the franchise is known for, quote, wasting players' careers. Sounds like a personal issue that he's dealing with. He also torpedoed Andre Johnson, Jack Easterby, another ex-Patriot. Now, Jack Easterby was like the Tony Robbins of the Patriots. He was the uh, rah-rah guy, run-over Coles guy. And he's been with the Texans the last couple of years, and he's apparently risen up, and now he's no longer just the motivational speaker guy. Jack Easterby actually has a little bit of say in what goes on. Ah, that's why you tune in. Uh, anyway, Andre Johnson says that since he, Easterby, walked into the building, nothing good has happened. Close quote. Now, another reason these comments are interesting, because Andre Johnson had not posted anything on social media that was not an advertisement for alcohol since April of 2019. Uh, not an active user. Not an active user. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, remember him? We've got Andre and DeAndre. DeAndre Hopkins, who was excommunicated from the Texans, and he's now on the Cardinals, and that trade worked out so well, the Cardinals didn't even make the playoffs. How embarrassing is that? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, though, then egged on his former teammate, saying that Watson, Sean Watson, should listen to the advice from Andre Johnson. By the way, there will be a quiz on this at the end of the show. Okay, anyway, so let's discuss the question, where is this Deshaun Watson storyline going? The answer is right into a brick wall. It's going right into a brick wall at a high rate of speed. So I've got Hollywood, Lady Macbeth, and Causeway. And we will tie all these things together. Now, A, listen, Deshaun Watson, let's call it like it is here. This is a drama queen situation. He's acting like a drama queen. Call a spade a spade. You did not, right? You didn't let me decide the GM, so now I'm going to have a hissy fit and a test, temper tantrum and all that. Wee! Uh, now, l- listen up. The ownership in the front office, I'm not here to advocate for the, the Texans' front office and ownership. 
I don't know whether Nick Casero could lead a team out of a paper bag. Who? And the uh, spawn of the late owner of the Texans, not exactly off to an impressive start. It's been this way for many, many years. People seem to forget that. Now, nevertheless, I Deshaun Watson, enemy of the show, he has made things immeasurably worse, right? And, and so the fact that the Texans' ownership in front office doesn't know what they're doing and Deshaun Watson also made things worse, both these things are, are true. Right? We're, we're looking at the young and the restless. And as they say in Hollywood, Deshaun Watson is following the rule of drama, which is good for guys like me to do sports radio. But if I worked for the Texans, I'd be very upset. This is a messy situation. It's obviously complicated. And it's convoluted. It's a cautionary tale is what it is. Now, part B of this. So for all those fanboys in the media that are you know cheering on Deshaun Watson and they love their star athletes and they worship them and genuflect to their star athletes, Deshaun Watson, what's going on here, in my opinion, and my, my theory on this is Deshaun Watson obviously has a case of buyer's remorse. He agreed to a $160 million extension in September, $110 million guaranteed. It was an impulsive decision. Clearly, it was not well thought out. So, just for the record, in 129 days since he agreed to that forever contract, at least for the next four years, in Houston, he now wants out. 129 days. That's not the way this works, right? The cooling off period has already passed. And as we learned, many life lessons came from Shakespeare. This one came from Lady Macbeth. What's done is done, right? And if you get the thing you want, which is what Deshaun Watson got, he got the contract, he got the the record contract, that's the thing that he wanted, and you're still not happy, then you might want to do a little bit of soul searching, right? Deshaun Watson has made his bed. It's not a bed of nails because there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money in there, and now he's got to make the most of it. Right? He's giving chicken crap, and he's got to make chicken salad out of it. Now, keep in mind, when Watson took that big bag of cash, and it was massive, you know who the coach of the Texans was? Bill O'Brien. So don't sit here. This is not a sob story. Deshaun Watson agreed to a contract at the time Bill O'Brien was still the head coach. It was in September. O'Brien was fired in October. Well, I think it was over a month after Watson got his extension. I have to go back and look up the exact timeline. But you also have to love DeAndre Hopkins. Like, he entered the chat here fanning the flames as he works as an instigator to try to add more lighter fluid to the situation. I got a kick out of that. Now, the last word here. Some, we know who they are. They're, uh, they're lemmings in the in Houston area. And some prominent people in the media seem to think that the Texans owed Deshaun Watson an apology. Now, I strongly disagree. Again, I don't think these people know what they're doing, but they don't need to apologize, right? You don't need the quarterback's blessing to hire an executive. You're not the owner, you're a player. I work in radio. When we make changes at Fox Sports Radio, we've made many over the years. I've worked with a lot of different people who have been on different day parts at Fox and gone on, done other things, but... I've never gone to management and said, you know, I, I really think you should consult with me who to hire. Now, I might recommend someone to management, but I don't. if they don't hire them, that's their decision. You know, I can give you a good name, but if you don't hire them, that's your fault, not my fault. 
So it's pretty much stay in your lane is what I'm trying to say. Now, that said, apparently the, the Texans' ownership group is freaking out there because they're worried Watson's going to really take it to the next level. So they are kowtowing to his request for a certain coaching candidate, Mr. Biennemi, to come in there and interview for the job. Now, Watson is following the Aaron Rodgers-LeBron James passive-aggressive causeway. He's going down the causeway. He's resentful, frustrated, angry, but for the most part, here's the thing. All of these stories about Deshaun Watson have not come directly from Deshaun Watson. Now, he finds indirect ways to show his rage. That is out of the LeBron, Aaron Rodgers passive-aggressive playbook. Surrogates in the media, franchise legends. These are the people doing his dirty work. Generally speaking, Watson he doesn't really have much to stand on here. I know he puts up numbers, and there's certain people that are have org- orgasms over Deshaun Watson's statistics. But the Texans were a four-win team. Put up a lot of zombie stats when the Texans were trailing in games this year, and they sucked, and it was not all his fault. But I was not impressed. And for all the bluster around Deshaun Watson, wins and losses, wins and blankety-blank losses is the most important thing. And he started during the regular season, a bunch of games now, he's started 53 games. The Texans have lost 25 of them. They're 28 and 25. Deshaun Watson started three postseason games. He's won one. His lone win was a gift because Josh Allen had butterfingers. And the Bills choked away a big second-half lead. Watson was terrible up until the fourth quarter in that game. If you don't believe me, go look up the numbers. And the week after that, Deshaun Watson had one of the most embarrassing moments in Houston NFL history since Warren Moon and the old Houston Oilers went to Buffalo and choked the big one against the Buffalo Bills in the second half. Watson was the quarterback when Houston blew a 24-0 lead. That was a year ago and a day now. A year ago and a day. 11 minutes remaining in the second quarter. He got a 24-0 lead at Arrowhead. AFC divisional round. The Chiefs scored seven straight touchdowns. So, so people say, well, it's not Deshaun Watson's fault. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I'm going to tell you why. All right? The reason it's his fault is because, yeah, he didn't play defense, but the Texans' offense did not continue to push the ball and get touchdowns. If, if the Texans had continued to put points up, Consistently, there's no mathematical way that Patrick Mahomes, as good as he is, and the Chiefs would have would have been able to come back. Watson sucked for the last three quarters of that game. Uh, he did, and in the second half, just kind of another guy. And, and people don't look at that because Watson played very well in the first quarter of that game, and then vanished after that. He did a Houdini act, and he was helpless. He was drowning as the Chiefs kept scoring touchdowns, and the Texans. Offense was crumbling in addition to the defense. Listen, the Texans can be an adequate team. They can be a team about where they are right now over the last couple of years record-wise. They're three games over 500 since Deshaun Watson became the man. They can get some faceless quarterback and finish around that, give or take a couple of games, the margin of error, uh, etc. So what I'm trying to tell you is, uh, listen, Watson's going to have to figure this out. But he's he's done it in this passive aggressive way, which is which is odd. And he, and he hasn't put his name on a lot of this. He's using other people, as we said, to spread this around. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made, 
and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch out for the snowflakes, but not those kind of snowflakes. Welcome in. It's another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we babble coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of Fox Sports Radio emanating live from inside the magic radio box. Hope all is well with you. We are back at it again here this hour, and our lead comes from the meteorological department of Fox Sports Radio with the divisional round of the playoffs on tap this weekend. By the end of the weekend, we will know who is going to play on championship weekend in pro football, but much has been made about the forecast of snow. Can you imagine snow in Buffalo? Specifically, how is that snow going to impact Lamar Jackson? Now, if you haven't been following the story, maybe you missed it. Lamar is from South Florida. It doesn't snow in South Florida. And even though Lamar went to a place where occasionally it does snow in Louisville, He has never played a snow game, ever. Now, there is a 40% chance of snow with accumulation as much as an inch, which for Buffalo, that's nothing, right? That's nothing in Buffalo with that lake effect snow and all that. That's Saturday night, the overcast overcast conditions on Sunday afternoon. Temperatures in the 20s. There's about a 20% chance right now of snow during the game on Sunday, although keep in mind, if you follow the weather, you realize that this typically changes quite a bit between the early part or the, even the middle part of the week. As you get closer, the forecast gets more accurate. So there's a lot of time for that to change before the weekend is what I'm trying to say. But for the purposes of this Maller monologue, let's assume the position, right? Let's assume the position that the Sunday game will be Lamar's first running around in white powder. Now, does it count as a snow game if it snowed Saturday night and there's snow in the stadium, but it's not? To me, that doesn't count. It's got to snow during the game. Like If it snowed the night before and there's piles of snow in the end zone, that's great and everything, but it's, it's not a – it's not – exactly. It's not the same thing. Now, so we're going we're gonna to look at this like it is going to snow. And I, hopefully – it does. Lamar was asked about all this and said he hopes it doesn't snow. Now, several prominent members of the establishment football media are propping this up as a really big deal, as a really big deal that Lamar Jackson is going to have to play in a snow game. Oh, my God, the Ravens. Sky is falling for the Ravens. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so the question, should Lamar Jackson be concerned if the Ravens have to play in the snow 
this weekend. Thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm going thumbs down. All right, I'm going thumbs down. Nothing to worry about here. This is weak sauce is what it is. I've got batting practice, upper hand, and monopoly. And we will lock all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. Even though his experience is limited to apparently a snowball fight when he was in college at Louisville, this is a golden opportunity. I and I am selling this storyline as packaged dreck is what I'm selling it as. Lamar Jackson ought to ho- pray that there's snow. Yeah, not just hope, pray that, that there's snow. Root for that to happen. Uh, and make it a winter wonderland. It often is in that part of the country, uh, upstate New York, this time of the year. Now, why is that? It actually plays in to the strengths of Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. We're talking about a batting practice fastball right over the middle part of the plate. I just crank crank the bat back and swing batter and hit it out of the park. And what are Lamar Jackson's strong points? Their mobility, their elusiveness when running the football. That's how the Ravens typically matriculate the ball down the field. Lamar's weakness is in the passing game. He doesn't have pinpoint accuracy. Even in the win over the Titans, he was not a lightning uh, passer. And you know the scoreboard, he wasn't putting a bunch of touchdowns on the board and all that with his arm. Lamar is as lethal as an, a giant anaconda. Like a big anaconda. Uh, with his acceleration in the open field. And I don't believe that's going to be an issue. I know he's, oh, if it's snowing, oh my God. But fast is as fast done. And it does, even though Lamar Jackson, let's say that he is a little slower, but everyone else will also be a little slower. It's a level playing field as far as that's concerned. Number two, the idea, the concept that Lamar Jackson is in some kind of peril because he's a South Florida kid and snow is foreign to him. This line of thinking is patently absurd. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. In my lifetime, the three greatest cold-weather quarterbacks are all from relatively warm-weather places. Brett Favre very rarely had a bad game in snow at Lambeau Field. He was raised in Mississippi. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are both from Northern California. They didn't seem to have a problem. The Ravens as a team are designed for the inclement weather. Ground and pound the running game, mix with a remedial passing game, and typically in the snow, that's all you can run is a remedial passing game. Now, the defense is not as good as it has been in Baltimore in years past, but they certainly played pretty well against the Tennessee Titans over the wild card weekend. I fully expect Lamar Jackson to be dashing through the snow. And because I hope it snows because it's more fun to watch games. I'm not there, so I don't care. Uh, Playing in the wintry mix. Well, actually, not only give him an advantage, but also Josh Allen. Josh Allen runs the ball quite a bit also. So Lamar and Josh Allen will both have the upper hand, if you will, in that regard. In particular, this is one of the things that when when people make a big deal about playing in bad weather and cold weather and all that, offensive players have a clear and obvious advantage in bad weather situations. Why is that? I'll tell you. Because they know where they are going. Right? You call a play in the huddle, and you're like, all right, you're the receiver. You got to run a certain route. You know where you have to get to 
for the quarterback to get you the ball, whereas the defensive player has to react. Right? So it's basic football one-on-one. You play football and pop warning. You know what I'm talking about. A, a high school, whatever. Uh, you have to react quickly with less than ideal footing conditions underneath you. So, And, and the other thing is, uh, in, not that I've been to many cold-weather NFL games, but I, I know a little bit of the, the tricks of the trade here that all the players and all the, all the people that are on the field will have hundreds of hot pockets, but I'm not talking about the, the food dish. You know those things that you put oxygen on them, they get all hot. and So, so you'll be sitting on heated benches with hot air blowers all over the, the bench area. And in the modern era, because football's a billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business, these cold-weather stadiums have actually created heating coils. Uh, they put heating coils underneath the, the field. They have heating systems, hedonic heating systems underneath the field. So it's not exactly roughing. In fact, if you actually go to an NFL game as a fan, our, our guy Mark the Walker in Rochester, he told me that he's going to go to the Bills game this weekend. He's a big Bills fan, and it's going to be harder for him than it will be for the Buffalo players when it's in the 20s there because you really have to prepare yourself. The team takes care of everything as much as they can in these cold-weather games. All right, final point. Right, should the Ravens take it on the chin this weekend in Buffalo, Lamar Jackson has nothing to worry about. I'm going to tell you why. Because if it snows, the key thing here is if it snows and the weather's really nasty, he has the Monopoly card getting out of jail free. He's got the get out of jail free card because you know and I know that uh, the media rah-rah crowd will activate the escape hatch. And Chris Carter taught us that you have to have a fall guy. Got to have a fall guy. And when football pundits look back at the Ravens game, if the weather is really nasty and they play the blame game, they'll inevitably use the bad weather as an alibi. Uh, Plus, Lamar jammed his thumb, so you have the double whammy. He's got an injured thumb. And it was bad weather. So it's the coulda, woulda, shoulda, mighta, if only X, Y, and Z had happened. And Lamar Jackson better get used to cold, snowy weather unless global warming kicks in. Last I checked, it does snow in Baltimore, right? In fact, they get 22 inches of snow per year, and on average in January, Baltimore gets around 8 inches of snow on a yearly basis, according to the weather trackers that are out there. So if the Ravens plan on making the playoffs on a regular basis, chances are... Once in a while, you're going to play a game at home in Baltimore if you're lucky enough to play a home game where it's going to snow. So deal with it. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that, you can join the fun here at 877-99 on Fox. All right. Uh, let's see here. Steven writes and says, let's be real. Who really says, damn, I really wished it snowed? Nobody wants snow. No way, no how. I disagree, Steven. I I always want to watch a game with snow. I, I you know, If you're a player, so, oh, I don't know. Some guys didn't mind the snow. I think Tom Brady, in, in his heyday with the page, apparently he hates the Northeast now and doesn't like snow at all. But um, in his day, he seemed to relish the opportunity to play in cold weather. I always think it's fun because you can tell who the uh, – I don't know what the right term I can use anymore is, but uh, who the softer players are that can't handle the cold weather. Certain guys embrace it. It's, it's Darwinism. You have to adapt. 
You have to adapt to your environment. If you don't adapt, then that's it. You're done. You're done. See you there. You're, you're out of here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. 
I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Koopaloo! So, Ben, during yesterday's show, you talked about how everybody is all, you know, gung-ho about Alabama and how great their offense was, best ever, yada, yada. Well, Steve Sarkeesian was behind the offense for Alabama, but he's going to be the head coach of Texas now. Uh, His previous head coaching stints didn't go too well. Is this the one? (laughs) Is this the one where it finally works out? Well, it depends what part of Austin he lives in, because I've heard there's some great bars in Austin. No, no. In all seriousness, this has a 1% chance of working out, a 99% chance of being a disaster. Like, Sarkeesian has been living off his time as an offensive coordinator for Pete Carroll all these years, right? All these years, because he was there for a couple years in the early 2000s when they had these great offensive teams. The, the problem is he hasn't been able to do anything on his own. When he was at Washington, they went like seven and six pretty much every year. And then at SC, I don't think he's had a full season where they lost less than four games. Well, spoiler alert, if you lose four games in a season in big-time college football, you've done a bad job. He's going to have all the resources he could possibly want at Texas, but it, no, it's not going to work. Next. So another notable quote from that Jeffrey Lurie interview that you talked about uh, on Monday, he said that he would recommend Doug Peterson to anyone and believes that he could get another job later this week. Ben, is Peterson a head coach by the end of the week? Where at? Well, I I think there's actually a pretty good chance this happens. I'm going to go 65% chance. Doug Peterson is in the good old boys network of the NFL. He's been in pro football for 29 years as a player and a coach which means he knows a bunch of executives. He's got kinship with a bunch of people. And the most obvious would be the Jets because they, they need a veteran coach who knows exactly what he's doing. And Peterson could claim that he, he's won. His name has been percolating for the for, uh, last couple of days. The selling point is obviously the Super Bowl. But the further we get away from that, that looks like the Philly fluke rather than the Philly special. The Birds are three games under 500 since they won the Super Bowl, but I'm going to say the Jets. Quickly, next! Ben, we know you have a bet with Rob Parker about the Wizards making the playoffs. Uh, We're now hearing that Scott Brooks is firmly on the hot seat. Do you think getting rid of him sooner than later is a step in the right direction? No! Listen, coaches don't matter. Scott Brooks is not the problem. He's been a good coach. He didn't become the village idiot overnight. The problem is these guys are not interested in playing any defense. They're not. And fire the coach is not going to change anything. 
It's not. I mean, I know you're supposed to do that. That's in the handbook. Uh, but the Wizards' problems are they've had a couple of injuries, and the guys that have played haven't played hard. How do we do, Coop? You pass. There it is. Another win. <laughs> Whee! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. It is game show time on the Ben Maller Show. This portion of the program brought to you by Discover Card. All the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations do apply. Let's welcome in our contestants for Password, the word game of the stars. And we've got, who do we have here? We have Filthy Phil who wants to play. Hello, Filthy Phil. Good morning, Good morning. What makes you filthy? I don't know. It just rhymes. I was given a nickname by a clown friend. Okay. Do you have a filthy mouth? Do you curse a lot? No, I'm kind of like the the kid from um, Charlie Brown. I just got a ball of dirt flying around me all day. Oh, good. Okay, good. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, you, you ever met this guy, Weed Man, in Miami? Because he's got a ball of dirt around him, too. So, yeah. I got you. All right. Well, uh, filthy Phil, where are you at, by the way? What city are you in? I'm currently stolen. It's just south of Boston right now. Just south of Boston. All right, very cool. Hold on a sec. Filthy Phil, uh, you are going to play our game. And uh, let's see here. Let's go with Blind Seabass. Hello, Blind Seabass. Good morning, Ben. There he is. So exciting. So exciting, Blind Seabass. All right, we know you're a regular on the show, so we know you can't see. You love the Tennessee Titans, and you're going to get a service dog at some point, right? Hopefully. Yeah. All right, hold on a sec, Blind Sea Bass. Let's go back to Filthy Phil. Who would you like to partner up with Filthy Phil? Oh, Eddie. All right, Eddie Garcia has been picked. And what about you, Blind Sea Bass? Dadgummit. I guess I'm going to go with Coop. All right, that's the matchup. Very good. Thank God I'm out of this. All right, we have a list of words, 1 to 10, and we start out with 10 points. We go down to 9, 8, 7, et cetera. Normally, by the time we get to 5, we get bored. We throw the word out. But we'll start out with Filthy Phil and Eddie Garcia. So pick a number, Filthy Phil. Number 4. Yeah. All All right, let me check and see if this is one word. Hold on. All right. I don't hear anything in my headphones. I don't. Uh... Coop has given me the thumbs up. Oh, wow. Uh, I would. I would tell it to you, Ben, if I could, but you're you're not here. Okay. Uh, I know. I got. I heard it. I heard it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the Maller maneuver. Oh, all right. Uh, filthy Phil. The clue is barbecue. Real? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah there you go. All right. You got it right. <laughs> Uh, grill, now, grill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now Eddie, you, you got it right, but I think your inflection could have been a, a little bit better. You could have gone 
barbecue like that. <laughs> no. Well, he, he wasn't doing the Maller. Maneuver. I was not doing the Maller. Maneuver. I thought, but, I, but that is the Maller. Maneuver. It could have been. It could have been. All right, whatever. Go, uh, go ahead, blind sea bass. You're kind of repetitive. Barbecue is a grill. Barbecue grill. It's it's like a yeah. All right, blind sea bass. Pick a number, please. Uh, number two. Number two. All right, cool. So this is easy. Uh, we'll go with locomotive. Train. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That was a layup. You made the layup. Pat. Password for idiots. All right, and back to filthy Phil. You know, it's our first password back. We want to, you know, keep it keep it fun. Yeah. All right. And uh, I always say, when you think you've dumbed it down enough, keep going dumber. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> All right, filthy Phil and Eddie, pick a number. Two and four are off the board. Seven. All right, number uh, seven. This one should be pretty easy. Uh, the clue. Filthy Phil is insane. Crazy? Yes. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, Eddie's up now 20 to 10. Everyone's gotten the question right on the first guess. With uh, Let's keep going. Blind Seabass, we've already had two, four, and eight. Pick a number. It's two, four, and seven. Uh, oh, two, four, and seven. Excuse me. What's that? He's a ten, right? Ten. Yes, Number he's ten. A ten. Ooh, this one. This yeah. one's a little tougher. Yeah, I, don't, I think our streak is going to end here. <laughs> uh, let's go with um, confess. That's confess. That's a good All clue. Right. Truth. No. No. The streak is over. Eddie, you can deliver a mortal blow yeah, uh, if all you right. get this right. So Coop said confess. I'm going to go with acknowledge. Oh, no. Acknowledge. Uh, I don't know. Confess, I'd say disclose. No, oh, not that, disclose. That was going to be my next hint. Uh, uh, all right, Seabass, uh, uh, let's go with... Um, uh, reveal. I got it. <laughs> Decree. Oh, 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 all right, filthy Phil. You you say you've got it. Do you even need a clue? No, it's no! not. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> all right, let's throw the word yeah. out. Uh, it the was word... admit. Yeah, admit. Yeah. Wow. All right. See, you guys never admit anything, so you don't even know that word. <laughs> I, 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 I got you. All right. So we've had, what are we at? Two, ten, seven, four. Is that right? Yes. Yes. All right. Pick a number. Go ahead, Seabass. I think it's. Oh, is it? Is it uh, Filthy Phil, sir? Yeah. Filthy Phil. Go ahead, Filthy Phil. Nine. Quickly, Eddie. Oh, I, f- I, I don't forgot. have a number I forgot, nine. I forgot nine. <laughs> Eight. 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 Nine. That's what. See, that's what threw me off. All right. Eight. No, we're out of time. We're out of time. We're out of time. Ah, We win. Eddie wins with Filthy Phil. You get a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. You have to. You have to admit you got it though. That's a. Got a murder. Got to go. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.